sports world what is good thanks for tuning in to go baller ffs i'm your host chris dell the mad journalist sitting here next to my co-host slash father aka the godfather mr alan dell here to present to you a brand new weekly go baller original podcast our go baller triple double podcast breaking down three topics Five minutes for each topic into 15 minutes overall here. Nice, quick, and short for all you guys busy on social media and gals, of course. And breaking down NFL, NBA, and maybe a combination of off the court and on the court for basketball. Mr. LeVar Ball and Big Baller Brand, the recent Lakers drama surrounding Lonzo Ball and his family. But let's jump into things first on the NBA side of things. We were talking a lot about the trade breakdown of the Cavs blockbuster moves last week. We were talking a lot about the Boston Celtics Cavaliers game, the route. That was on Sunday in ABC's primetime game. But looking at the rest of the standings, and we watched some interesting games this past week, the Utah Jazz have now won 10 straight games. Donovan Mitchell, front runner for Rookie of the Year, now seemingly surpassing Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers. And I guess the only question I got to ask you, Mr. Allendale, you've covered your fair share of hoops in the past as well as myself. Are the Utah Jazz and Coach Quinn Snyder and the Donovan Donovan Mitchell-led squad for real, or is this just a facade going forward now getting close to All-Star Weekend? Well, they just didn't win 10 in a row with seven of those teams, or excuse me, six of those teams have winning records. Most of the games were on the road. Right now, Quinn Snyder is my coach of the year. It's, it's simple as that. Uh, do not count them out. He proved last year what he could do, and then he loses to Gordon Haywood. And he still got the team back. Donovan Mitchell was a steal. I've Denver drafted him. Why they sent him over to uh, Utah, I don't know. But Quinn Snyder has proven he knows what to do with the team. Players love to play for him. He's a good communicator and a, and a great X's and O's guy. I, I like Utah. I, I saw what they did to Portland at Portland the other night. This is a team that you better keep your eye on if you're the rest of the league. And last night at home, beating the San Antonio Spurs, a shorthanded Spurs squad at that, not having LaMarcus Aldridge in the lineup. But still, Greg, a Greg Popovich coach team during the regular season is always going to be hard to beat, no matter what their roster is comprised of. That's for sure. And they and the Jazz, themselves, Jazz themselves were without Ricky Rubio, their starting point guard, guy who's leaving the team in assists. This season with what Ricky Rubio now sitting at uh, 5.2 assists per game, 4.2 rebounds per game, not to mention 14 points a game. But Donovan Mitchell, man, this guy has to win Rookie of the Year, averaging 19.5 points per game, 3.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, 1.5 steals. This guy is completely on fire. I told you, he reminds me of a guy that has potential at shooting guard, that position, along the likes of Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. The guy is so smooth with the handle, so smooth with the shot. He seems like a team player, doesn't cause headlines and drama in the news, like the next topic we're going to be talking about, which is the Ball Brothers. But let's keep it on here with the Western Conference and the Utah Jazz. I think this team is for real. And what does for real mean? Not for real is in that I think they can win the championship this year. But this could be a team to contend with for years to come that's only going to get better. I mean, look, they just traded away their second-leading scorer, Rodney Hood. He was averaging 17 points a game off to the Cavs now, and, and they're, they're still playing as if they haven't missed a beat. So th this is a team you definitely got. And I, and I agree with you, Quinn Snyder's got to be up there. I wouldn't say he deserved hands-down coach of the year because you got Eric Spolster with the Heat over in the Eastern Conference. You, you got uh, Dwayne Casey with the Raptors. You, you've got some good candidates, not to mention your boy Mike D'Antoni. But overall, what do you think the Jazz can do? I could see them upsetting somebody 
in the first round. If they sneak in, they could they could potentially be playing the Rockets or the Spurs in the first round. I I think they could potentially beat one of those two teams in in a seven game series. Well, last year they beat the Clippers in the first round of the playoffs, and unfortunately for them, they had to play Golden State after that, and they were eliminated. But uh, yeah, they're capable of doing anything. Uh, who who is a guaranteed winner over Utah right now? Golden State. That's about the only team I I see. I think go I think. Uh, the Jazz could beat the Rockets in a seven-game series. Uh, don't don't smirk, all you Rocket fans. I can see it happening. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's I, right. I mean, the West, uh, outside of Golden State, everybody else is pretty much even. Everybody's talking about the Rockets. Uh, that that remains to be seen. James Harden has not proven he can play in the playoffs. Uh, now that he has Chris Paul, uh, he maybe it'll do better that people said he was tired last year what was his excuse the year before or the year before that he's never performed well well, let's see if Chris Paul stays healthy in the playoffs. It's yeah. something he hasn't done in a while, so it seems. And we're going to take a little bit more of a look at the rest of the Western Conference standings here here at our next segment on Go Baller FFS. Welcome back, Sports World, to Go Baller FFS and our weekly triple-double podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, and keeping it on the hardwood hoops side of things, your boy, Big baller brand, LeVar Ball, making the news and the headlines once again, saying that his son, Lonzo Ball, starting Lakers point guard, will leave the Lakers if they don't sign his two brothers, Leangelo and LaMelo Ball, both playing professional ball in Lithuania right now. Reading a report from the Washington Post here from Des Byler, but also I mean, pretty much almost any uh, you know hoops outlet with a pulse had this in the news yesterday. ESPN choosing not to report much of it, at least on their website, but obviously Stephen A. Smith chirping in, all the big sports talking heads chirping in. Is this news? Is this not news? Is this fake news overall? Luke Walton has been making the rounds, doing interviews, saying that basically, hey, look, this isn't something to talk about with Lonzo Ball unless it affects Lonzo Ball, and he needs to talk about it. So basically siding with his players in this one. And a good point that my man Tom Looney on Fox Sports brought up is that, hey, Luke Walton is the perfect coach to understand this type of situation because his dad, Bill Walton, was known for making some outlandish comments and getting in the news himself when Luke Walton was also a player. So maybe he is the best coach to relate to Lonzo and all this. And i got to flip it to you, Mr. Allendell, the godfather. What are your thoughts on this situation? Is this LeVar Ball... Are these LeVar Ball quotes news, or is it not news? What say you? I'd say it's nonsense, total nonsense. Yeah, if you want to report it, report it. I mean, I guess you can't ignore it. He's the father of one of the of the starting point guard in the Lakers, but it's really nonsense. First of all, Lonzo Ball is under contract for the Lakers, I believe, for four years, maybe five with an option. But I think it's four. He's, he can't go anyplace if he doesn't want to. And by that time, uh, Lonzo's going to be about 23 years old, so you'd think he'd be able to speak his mind. Right now, they, none of the uh, the Ball brothers have said anything against their dad, but there may come a time where they will, especially uh, Lonzo. Think he's going to grow up. He's going to be a man. He's a man now, but he'll be a lot older in four years. So I think it's a lot of nonsense, I think. Uh, LeVar Ball, one of these days, is just he, he's already – put his foot in his mouth, but some, one of these days he's going to shoot himself in the foot with his mouth side. It's just a bunch of nonsense. No, no team in the NBA is going to take 
Lonzo Ball, if that means taking his uh, middle middle brothers. I, I just don't see any issue. Well, with you, you've seen guys in the league actually team sign guys, brothers that really maybe shouldn't be on the roster. J.R. Smith played with his brother Chris Smith, I believe, for a while. Goran Dragic played with Zoran Dragic for the Suns for a while. But if you're putting out the public pressure to have one of these guys, you know, sign on the team, I think this makes it a whole other th- thing, and it makes it look as if the organization is weak and is caving in to a parent's demands. And of course. According to Luke Walton, quote unquote, it's not our job of professional teams to respond to what parents have to say. If comments affect Lonzo, then we need to have a conversation. But if it doesn't bother him, then we don't need to have any conversations. So I like Luke Walton's stance on this saying, hey, look, man, we're out here trying to win basketball games. We got a young team. We're trying to get better. I don't know how much Isaiah Thomas helps in that whole situation. That's another story for another day. But look, I mean, Lonzo Ball, first of all, needs to stay healthy on the court. And the, guy, the guy's been off of the court too much this season. And I think you look at these uh, quotes from LeVar Ball. Does it affect Magic Johnson and his, you know, maybe opinion on whether he should keep LeVar, uh, Lonzo Ball for the long term to personally have to put up with this type of stuff? I mean, that's, that's maybe a good question or debate to be had overall. I mean, this is a talented Lakers squad. And, you know, I think LaMelo could w- maybe wind up being a, an NBA candidate. I, I think it's kind of a known thing. LiAngelo is not an NBA prospect whatsoever. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out overall with how LaMelo winds up progressing for sure. What are your thoughts overall, Mr. Allendale, just on, on the Lakers? Is this something that could affect Luke Walton? Could it affect Magic Johnson? Or is this something that you think only affects the, the, the headlines in the media right now? As I said before, I'll repeat myself. It's a bunch of nonsense. I don't think uh, Magic Johnson is going to be affected by it. LeVar Ball just doesn't know when to stop. He, there's no border, no line for him, and he just keeps talking nonsense. Uh, so he's going. He's his middle son. He's going to take back the Lithuania if the, if the Lakers don't sign him, in, and they won't. So he'll spend two years. I think he's already hurt the career of Lamelo because that kid. I mean, he think about this. He's given up his junior and senior year of high school where he would have been a star, and I I have to believe he can't feel great about that, and especially junior. At least for let him finish his junior year. I mean, that's almost finishing high school. I, I don't like what Labar's doing. Well, one shiny like to say is that Big Baller Brand now has some new press in the media and to get ready for the release of the Big Baller official bottled water. Sports World, thank you for tuning in to our brand new Go Baller Triple Double Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell. And now moving on to the gridiron, it's been a little over a week since Super Bowl 52 and the Philadelphia Eagles victory. And we've had a lot of headlines in the NFL since then. Lane Johnson making his infamous comments about the Patriots organization being a fear-based club. We've had some hires, the Colts getting Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator Frank Reich as their new head coach. Now the New York Giants in the news today hiring Mike Shula as their new offensive coordinator to partner with Pat Shermer there, their new head coach. Not to mention the new Hall of Fame game set to be announced here on August 2nd between the Chicago Bears and Baltimore Ravens in the clash of Brian Urlacher's and Ray Lewis's former teams. And then we've got your boy, Mr. Football, Mr. Pretty Boy, Johnny Manziel, making the media rounds, talking about him being ready, being ready for a comeback, being bipolar, and a whole slew of other things. Mr. Allendale, what are you burning on in the NFL right now? What news matters to you most this time of the year when it comes to football? Well, I'd like to see Johnny Manziel get a shot. I think it'd be good for him to go to the Canadian Football League. I believe he has an offer up there. Let him play. Let, let him give him a chance. He deserves a chance. He's admitted his mistakes. He had a 
a drinking problem, obviously, a problem with bipolarism, so give him a shot. I, I, I'm all for that. He deserves it. He wants to play. He's still a young guy. I, mean, I think he can do well in the Canadian Football League. In fact, that field with the, with the wide open field, uh, it's almost tailor-made for him. Warren Moon did well up there when, when he was there. Doug Flutie did well when he was there. Yep, a good point. And, and That's what a lot of people are saying is that he could be a star up there. He could be, and he deserves a chance, so why not give it to him? I guess the question I have, and, and you tell me your thoughts on this, is, is do you think that he wants to play in the CFL, or yeah. does he only want to play in the NFL? No, he's previously said he wanted to go to the CFL. In fact, he wanted to go last year, but uh, he, he didn't get approval to play because there was some I think there was a some criminal charge against him I'm not exactly sure so no he wanted to play he's all for it I think it'd be good for him I'd give him a chance to prove himself uh, it's not as upper level as the NFL obviously and, and it'd be a good place for him to get himself straight again well you, well, you look at back at one of the guys that you covered uh, you know in the past in terms of a major quarterback in college struggling t- to really have a career in the NFL and that was Adrian McPherson Right guy that played right down the street from us here at Southeast High School in Braden, Florida. You covered him for many years, was a starting quarterback at Florida State, involved in the infamous uh, gambling scandal. And, I mean, you look at that, it's not the exact same comparison, but it is similar in the sense that Adrian McPherson did wind up going to the CFL and, and a few other non-NFL football leagues there. So do you see Johnny Manziel having a better chance, a worse chance, than the guy like Adrian McPherson trying to make it? I mean, obviously two very talented athletes and football players at the end of the day. Well, it's two totally different things. I McPherson played in the indoor league. Uh, he put about four or five years, and he, he did in the AFL, well. yeah, yeah, Arena Football League. Uh, so I, I don't see that. Uh, I think it's different. I, I think uh, Manziel is more like Doug Flutie, more like Warren Moon. He's a similar size, and uh, I, I think I think if he works hard, applies himself, he can do pretty well. Maybe not for the NFL, but he can have a great career in the. Canadian Football League, there's nothing wrong with that. He could have a great short career there and then go on to be the new star of Vince McMahon's XFL in a few years. How about that? Yeah, that's another thing. Talk about making some headlines. I'm sure Vince McMahon would absolutely love to have Johnny Manziel as the face of that new football league. But any, any of these new hires, you got the Colts hiring former Eagles offensive coordinator Frank Reich. You've got, uh, you know, like I said, the Giants getting Pat Shermer and then now hiring Mike Shula, you know, son of uh, famous, um, you know, the famous Bears coach. As offensive coordinator, so I mean, do any of these moves make you excited going into next season? Do the Giants have a better team now moving forward? Does the Panthers they get Rosen? Do the Colts have a better future moving forward, or does any of this kind of really not matter? Kind of, kind of, you know, you know, little little passing notes in the win as as we get maybe ready for another Patriots Eagles Super Bowl rematch next year. Oh, you're you're way ahead of yourself, Patriots <laughs> Eagles. I, no, I the, the thing that uh, I looked at was a criticism of uh, Lane. Uh, over uh, Bill Belichick, uh, I, I don't understand that. Uh, Teddy Bruschi, who played a long time for Bill Belichick, said everything was fine. They actually had fun and actually laughed there. So it made no sense that comment. I think when you win and you win games and especially Super Bowl games, that you have fun, right? Yeah. As an athlete, that's what it, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. So. Lane Johnson have a little bit of too much fun himself. We'll see if that Super Bowl 53 rematch comes to fruition. 